0: Welcome to the Programmatic Digest, a podcast dedicated to review industry headlines and trends in the programmatic and digital ad tech world. I'm Ellen Parker, your host and Chief Programmatic Sensei of Ellen Parker Consulting, where we offer customizable training in programmatic media. This podcast has been sponsored by WorkReduce. If you want to reimagine how to work in advertising, check them out at workreduce.com forward slash careers. All right. All right. Welcome, everybody. And welcome, Karel and Eric, to the Programmatic Digest podcast. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having us. Excited happy. about this conversation.
2: Yeah. Happy to be with you. Thank you. We're thrilled.
0: I'm uh, super excited because, I mean, if you don't know, uh, if you're listening, you probably cannot see my my hoodie, but they I'm, uh, I'm officially like, one of their favorites because I received... <laughs> I received a hoodie, and I may have created something by saying favorite, but okay, who cares? I'm saying it. I said it. <laughs> they are not agreeing nor denying also, <laughs> but that's okay. You shouldn't. He's like, ah, there's a lot. There's a we, lot we, we,
1: uh, we appreciate the love and support. <laughs> Absolutely. Right Right back at you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so in today's episode, you guys are both already familiar with how things goes, um, but I really wanted to have the co-hosts and the founders, the co-founders of Minority Report. I think I've been, uh, I mean, just in case anyone listening doesn't know, I'm a big fan of the podcast and I wanted to understand the journey. I wanted to understand like the the stuff that we don't get to talk about. And it's always weird being on the other side of the, (laughs) you know, the mic. (laughs) So maybe, okay, maybe Eric talk about a little bit about your journey professionally, yeah. But like, we know you're the founders of uh, Media Tradecraft, but we really want to know yeah. who Eric is. You know, when we ask sure. somebody, who is this person? We tend to say, oh, well, I'm this and I work here and I work that. Like, I really want to know who you are as a person, as a human being. And then we'll get to Corral.
2: I, I, absolutely. So thank you so much. And and like I said, we're we're thrilled to hang out with you and just be able to have a fun conversation like this. And we love and support what you're doing too. And and um, a little bit uh, about me. First, uh, my name is Eric Ricodan. Uh, my name is a little funny. It's got a Q in it. Uh, my, my background, a lot of people, that's what they're asking about. Um, where, 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 are you, where are you from? Where's your family from? Um, I am the son of uh, a pretty cool combination of a mother from Guatemala and mm-hmm. my father, my father being Filipino and uh i love to say it's a only in america combination and mm-hmm. and it's so cool having um these tremendous you know cultures be part of uh who i am um uh from a very early uh age uh, i i i have been surrounded by so much love from both the family side and i've been fortunate uh, to have so many great friends and 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 then if we move into the sort of career area great mentors who cared you know ab- about Helping a guy like me uh, move up through uh, his career, um, and, uh, and 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 so I've been I've been fortunate. I have a lot of of positivity uh, uh, that that's, that's surrounded um, surrounded me. Um, I, I think also uh, a tremendous work ethic uh, from you know um, my my, uh, my my immigrant family. You know, uh, mm-hmm. coming in to this uh, this tremendous country, and and, and really um you know make making the best of of everything possible I
3: love
2: that uh yeah and 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 so uh you know as as things throughout my career I was fortunate I had a you know successful you know career in advertising even back to the print days and then moved (laughs) into digital and I say man digital saved my life yeah this transition (laughs) to where oh man this is a thing you know um you know, I, I say digital kind of saved my life and, and my career because I was getting burned out on print, mm. and uh, and then you know as as uh, as as my my career there and really um, started developing. Um, you know, I was fortunate to 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 meet Corel, and, uh, and and the reason we started the podcast is like, you know, things started looking different, and I'll let Corel tell that part of the story. But um, you know, as as a, as I said, you know, there there was a time uh you know 3 years ago
3: mm-hmm. we're
2: having discussions like we have now and having tremendous guests and now even storytellers and sort of mentors that are telling their experiences yeah uh you know was not a thing and and this is the first podcast of its kind to bring together you know media tech business and now even other other industries that are that are really important um and uh and and we're just so fortunate um to be able to to help others be able to tell their stories and and and, um and and so you know now this is this is a a common topic amongst companies families uh yeah you name it right
3: yeah
2: um but there was a time where it was not on someone's radar And, and and that is when I, I think you know understanding you know where Corel and I felt like we, you know, ha- had a had a had a purpose to be able to create something, um, not as a reaction to what was happening in society, that's but really a, a reflection of our personal experiences, mm-hmm. uh, careers, things like that. That's that's how we started. But I'm I'm going to let Karell sort
1: of you know sort of take it from here and and, and tell you about him. Thanks, Eric. Um, Yeah, I I guess the best way I would describe myself is sort of how I describe myself on on uh, social media platforms, which is father, husband, son, uh, CMO at Live Intent and co-founder and co-host of of Minority Report podcast. You know, uh, father to uh, two wonderful daughters, 13 year old and four year old uh, Mm -hmm. girls. husband been married for 18 years now right. uh and son to um two black american parents my dad and his family are from south carolina and my mom and her family are originally from mississippi wow. uh, and so uh you know my uh my family background my roots my roots are 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 deep in the south even though i'm born and raised in jersey I, i'm i'm like the only <laughs> family member that's from from up north. Uh, you know, all my cousins, aunts and yeah. uncles are, are 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 from the south. And uh, you know, career-wise, I've been in the ad tech and Martech space for uh 21 years now. I've been in the CMO at Live Intent for uh a little over a year, although I've been leading all of marketing at Live Intent for three plus years now as well too. And um, you know, like Eric said, we've both been in this space in our industry for uh quite some time. Uh, we met years ago. I don't. I don't even remember exactly when we met, Eric. We just. Oh, started... I was going to ask
0: about the, uh, the meeting story. You
1: Yeah, no. I I think it it just like we just kept seeing each other at events, you know, <laughs> right. whether it was like meetups or conferences or whatever, and you know, usually would be, uh, two of the only men of color, uh, in the room, uh, and would just sort of give each other the. The, the nod <laughs> and, and say hello to each Universal, other. Yeah. 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 And uh, oh, we understand kind of how, that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely. And that, that's kind of how we, we got to know each other and, and mm-hmm. developed our relationship. And, you know, I think it was probably March or April of 2018. I remember this. I was leaving the Live Intent office on my way home
3: mm-hmm. and
1: Eric uh, called me up on the phone. And this was actually right after he had visited the Live Intent offices and Mm -hmm. recorded a podcast with me at live intent so he knew i was kind of in the (laughs) podcast a little bit there and he says you know crow like i i have this idea you know i feel like we go to events we we see each other all the time um we see less of us on stage meaning people that look like us on stage and 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 representing uh us um you know, and, and coming up in the space, both you and I have talked about not really having many people that look like us that we could point to as like examples, right? There, there have been a few, so I don't want to say there hasn't been any, but there's been a few. And he's like, you know, I, I want to, I want to create a platform where we give people the space to sort of tell their story. And immediately I, I told Eric, I was like, i I love the idea, you know, and and I just thought it was like he was just looking for my opinion and I was just going to tell him, yeah, I love the idea. I'm getting on a train. I'll talk to you later. But he was like, no, I got I got one more question for you. And I was like, what's up? He's like, I want you to I want you to do it with me. Like, I, I need a partner in this. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. And I think literally after just a couple of more conversations he and I had, uh, we decided that podcasting was the, the right direction for us to go in. Mm-hmm. And named came up with the name Minority Report Podcast and took off from there. Uh, had our first guest on, which is uh Steph Laser, who's at uh, News Corp. She was our first guest that we had on in May of 2018. And literally, we got together in a conference room, uh, opened a couple bottles of beer and hit the record button and started talking. And wow. uh, you know, over three years later, over 120 plus episodes later. Um, You know, we continue on that mission of um, highlighting people of color, women, LGBTQ plus leaders across business, media and technology. And it's really turned into something that uh, I don't know if either of us realized what we were sort of getting into. But, uh, you know, looking back on it, uh, it was one of the best decisions that I think both of us made.
0: I mean, it's a fascinating journey because it used to be what twice a month and then it became weekly. Right. If I yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was twice okay. a month. And that was okay. prior to the pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was it was interesting because, you know, I live in Jersey. Eric is down in the D.C., Virginia area. Mm-hmm. And we would do it twice a month because I knew Eric was coming to New York. We wanted to be in person. We wanted to record with the guests in person. So that's why it was sort of twice a month. But then after the pandemic hit and we all started working from home,
3: mm-hmm. I think
1: Eric and I realized that we don't need to do podcasting. We don't need to be in the same room. Like we can use technology to do this. And, <laughs> yeah. and that just opened our eyes up yeah. to, you know, recording more often and mm-hmm. booking guests anywhere in the world. Right. Because, again, we, we would always be in person. And so we went from twice a month to weekly. Um, we expanded our guests to, to really, uh, a ton of different industry mm-hmm. and also started interviewing people that were outside of not only outside of New York city, but outside of the U S we've had guests mm-hmm. on from Canada. We've had guests mm-hmm. on from Africa. We've had guests on from the middle East. Like yeah. we just stepped on global. If you yeah. will, <laughs> nope. that's
0: that's really dope. Because like, I, I was just talking, I was strategi- uh, strategizing for 2022 and I was like, man, I, I gotta, I gotta step up my diversity game because it's, a, it's still something I'm really passionate about, and um, I'm so passionate about it that I'm considering taking. Um, it's the DEI certification from South Florida University. It's like one of those yeah. certification. You just, it's just it's literally for education and learning purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it doesn't look too much, intense, too intense, so I could probably manage. But yeah, I and I was like where can I find a uh, a good source of like diversity? Like it would be great if I can find like a diverse pool of guests. And I was like, "Wow, I'm just going to shop in the minority report guest list cuz it's so powerful." <laughs> and I say that because you did give us the option to do such thing, and that's that's great. And we know uh Spider-Man says with great power comes great responsibilities, but like <laughs> Y'all have a responsibility to keep up and come through now, you know? But that's just the beauty of of this whole thing. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you guys about the Minority Report and the growth and the mission behind it is also like, what what have been maybe, let's talk about the guests, let's talk about, you know, the show. What have been maybe two or three things you hear that keeps you surprised. Oh, wow, this happened? Or what is the craziest thing? And obviously we, I'm a a fan of the show. So I've watched, I mean, I watch, I listen to the show uh, very often, Um, but what is those two or three things that each of you can share that a guest or two or three may have shared. And you're like, yo, this is happening. This, what, this happened to you? That was like, wow. Let's take a brief moment for this week's episode sponsor. I wanted to talk briefly about a business. It's a company that I've worked for over the past few years, WorkReduce. Their CEO, Brian Dolan, has been a guest on the podcast a few times last year, talking about how the 80-hour agency workweek is no longer sustainable. If you're not familiar with them, WorkReduce works with top holding companies and global brands to augment media specialists into their advertising team to help them scale and grow faster. Their talent is so valuable right now that they're experiencing explosive growth and they're always looking for great talent across all levels of experience. So if you're burnt out and not feeling supported in your current role, or you're wanting to accelerate your career to the next level, Check out workreduce.com forward slash careers to see all of their open opportunities. As I mentioned before, I've worked as a trader and project lead for WorkReduce and love the flexibility of working from home, especially after my baby girl was born and while I was ramping up building my own consulting business. They're not a freelance marketplace. You'll enjoy the flexibility of freelancing, but the security stability and benefits of being an employee and that's why so many top specialists are choosing careers with work reduce over the slug of agency life or the constant self-promotion you need when freelancing WorkReduce will champion your career every day if you want to reimagine how to work in advertising check them out at workreduce.com forward slash careers now back to the episode
3: yeah uh, great I'm question steady. yeah
2: yeah no great questions because um you know th- th- what's really cool is every guest and every experience we have together and every story and okay. stories that we hear are all just so unique but there's common threads oh, yeah. you know that kind of happen but but every 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 episode is is, is truly unique and it's just mm-hmm. you know how how humans are you know and 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 but what what i what i think is fascinating is is um sort of the 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 differences that that you know everyone's backgrounds you know overcoming adversity right mm-hmm. uh sometimes coming from really you know humble beginnings or you know, having a a, a, a a physical disability, right? Or, uh, you know, um, not, you know, having uh, anyone to be your advocate and, you know, you had to be your own advocate, you know? So we've heard really, really powerful stories, um, triumphant stories. Sometimes there's a little bit of, of pain.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes
2: yeah. there's uh, a, a, a lot of uh, understanding you know, um, and and uh, and and it's just uh, tremendous. Uh, I, I think the resilient, the the resilient sort of individuality that is that has come and you know through the through the ability to allow folks to tell their their personal journeys. You know, um, some that that sort of you know stand out. Um, you know, we were uh, surprised. You know, we we had one guest um, that had a, a a very just honest conversation about um, how they grew up, um, their, the, 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 their family structure, mm. um, they worked for, uh, a, a fortune, probably a fortune 10 fortune 20 company.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it was just an honest discussion about how they grew up. Um, their, um, company didn't allow them to release, you know, that, that episode. Um, oh. and, and what was really surprising was you know this this uh this personal story about how they grew up is how millions of people are affected right and or just how 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 they they grow up mm-hmm. and it was it was really surprising to us that um the the company seemed like they had an issue with that authenticity
3: yeah.
2: right and uh, and 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 that part to us was like a, a surprising moment where somebody couldn't even talk about, you their know, life. Uh, their life and, and how they grew up, talk nothing about the company, okay. talk nothing in and, and, and only moments where they were really positive about the company that they worked at, right? And things like that. But when it came down to who they were, who their mother and father were, who their grandparents were, things like that, didn't make it. Hmm. And that part to Carol and I, I think was really surprising because it was an honest story about their life. and just imagine they couldn't even, you know, have that story told. And I think that sticks, you know, with us all the time when we sort of think about that, you know, and then, you know, that, that's kind of like a, you know, sort of a sadder side of a story. And then we've had tremendous stories. uh, I I think about a recent uh, Paralympian that we just like, you know, interviewed uh, and and it was tremendous, you know, um, her story of overcoming, you know, so much and, and so we, 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 have, we have a lot in, in the catalog there uh, that, that I think it, are just powerful stories for others to hear that none of us ever had an opportunity to to sort of hear from. And on top of that, I love how, you know, Correll always, you know, sometimes we'll have an episode and he'll say like, man, we kind of knew somebody, but then also we learned a whole lot more than we yeah, never yeah, even yeah. knew about somebody that we've known for maybe sure. for five years, you know, 10 years. So. <laughs> Um, Those are some that that come to mind for me. So, but, no, I
1: I think uh, what you just said there at the end, Eric, is the number one reason why I enjoy doing this podcast. I mean, there's the storytelling aspect of it, but also just getting to know uh, someone, like really getting to know the person, right? I think in, in our industry and many industries out there, we spend so much time you know, knowing the person at by their title and the company they work for, but that's not really the complete person. and And a podcast gives us an opportunity to to talk about um, someone's family background and upbringing, to understand their career journey and how they got to the position they're in today, and why they love doing the work that they do. Yeah. To talk about, um, you know, experiences of. Discrimination or harassment, and and we've had a ton of those stories told on the podcast. You know, from from people being harassed to microaggressions to, um, you know, we had one guest guest who um, family uh, was um was a refugee at one point in his life as well too, and and made mm-hmm. it here and now runs his own business, right? And so you know, it, you know, the people on our podcast sort of taking. Um, their experiences, positive and negative. Mm-hmm. And those experiences shape who they are today and able to 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 learn from from both the positives and the negatives and to grow as individuals and and lead and run co- companies. And and I think that that is really what I love most about, you know, the the podcast and the work that we do on the podcast.
0: Fascinating. Um let me ask you this, and you don't have to share a name or the company name, but Eric, for the guests that you're referring, are they still working for that, uh, company?
2: Um, that, that part, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I mean, I think I, yeah, no, but I think uh, while, you know, we, um, it doesn't really matter who that company is now, but I think what, what matters and is okay to to talk about is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what wasn't okay to sort of talk about, I guess, in the company's eyes. And, and I think this is important for for listeners and you have a great audience you know to to hear this you know it's you know it's an area that it seems like you know there's tremendous attempts to create reform and improve um you know uh the the, the way life is um you know when it comes to uh you know incarceration when it comes to um you know uh figure out life, you know, um after that. And 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 our guests uh you know, grew up with their grandparents, right? Yeah. This is this is not this is not an uncommon thing. This happens all the time, right? Yeah. They had their, you know, their their parents or, or you know parent was incarcerated, you know,
3: yeah.
2: um couldn't be there. This is not an uncommon thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, as 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 now, you know, you see the 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 the, the topic of how to you know, sort of make change, societal changes, you know, and, and how, uh, you know, yeah. whether it's prison reform or whether it's, you know, entering the workforce, whether, you know, it's all of these things, um, that part we can talk about because it was, it was surprising to us, you know, that, you know, that, that, that was, that was the thing. And, and so imagine for millions of people, um, who, who experienced that in their life, uh, or can't they can't change that right you know Fair they're course. they're 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 the the daughter or the son or you know the child well, of right they are, yeah that's who they are you know and that and I think that that's the part that that's uh that that's really interesting and you know um the, the, for the company it doesn't even matter who they are you know but it's just fascinating with with, with the guest uh, it, it was a powerful story and 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 real right you know and that that's yeah. exactly what yeah. we we want uh others to learn from so mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk about um shift a little bit to maybe the podcast management and the operation of the podcast how uh how do you find guests? do you have like a process that you screen them like oh, are they this and that or if somebody's listening <laughs> yeah. they're like, yo, I have a story to tell how do they get, <laughs> how do they are they able to to join minority report anytime as a guest so what do you what do you do
3: yeah
1: you know what's what's interesting about the process today is when we were first starting out the podcast, um, we were reaching out to to everyone, everyone, every guest that we were having on, it was an outbound. Eric and I were reaching out and I think some of the, the criteria that we were using was, you know, you had to be, um, you know, a diverse individual, right? You know, again, we, we're trying to highlight people of color, women, LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. leaders, Right. Uh, it had to be someone that uh, was a proven leader mm-hmm. as well, too. Uh, that That's really what we were looking for. Um, as the podcast has grown over the years, uh, it's less about the outbounds. Eric and I still have a wish list of guests that we do reach yeah. out to yeah, uh, and are trying to get. But we get many more inbounds now from uh, either the guests that we have on themselves or um from the PR agencies that represent guests, yeah. or either through our, our, our partnerships. You know, we've had a a, a few um, really really great partnerships this year with American Marketing Association and with mm-hmm. Ad Color as well. Mm-hmm. And both organizations have um, uh, uh, recommended guests from their communities, which we've we've had on. So it's it's a combination of those things, and and again, the criteria you got to be from a, a, a diverse background. Um, you have to be a proven leader uh, with a with a good story to tell and so yeah um, we Eric and I do our research
0: yeah yeah yeah. Um, I like what you said about uh, doing your research and they started outbound and now it's more inbound and it's a little bit like that with the with the podcast the programmatic digest podcast and sometime i receive uh information from pr company and i'm like did you did you kind of google my podcast it has nothing to do with what and i have to politely say sure but please uh, please allow me to explain something and then i'll say this is very programmatic media footprint not you know architectural I, I, I think
2: what, <laughs> yeah. i think what's interesting too is um with every guest too you know even with with folks uh getting in touch and 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 saying hey we we think we have someone you know that has a a powerful story to tell Mm -hmm. there's always um there's always a a sense of humility that comes along also and and I think you know I think a a a difference because Corella and I've had to sort of filter through a lot of folks who who come at us with with an agenda right they're like hey like I got this and I gotta say it and this is the point and this is what I want to hammer on and you're like hang on you know i don't know if this is the right format for that right you know yeah. because there probably is a place and format for that but it may not just be this environment right and and so i think that's that that's an important part too which was kind of interesting to sort of discover along the way is that um you know that there's sometimes you know a uh, a force that comes at you that's like hey you know I I, I want these things, and, it, and it's um, you know under the veil of like, hey, I want to tell you my story, but really, it's like a, a different sort of marketing
3: agenda or be, something yeah.
2: else, right? Right. Yeah. And and you know, uh, you know, we're 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 able to sort of sift through that and, and and recognize it, but um, but yeah, no, that that's like an interesting sort of dimension, you know, no of it, but yeah, but um, but yeah, no, it's fascinating as as Carl was talking about, you know, the sort of earlier stages, right? You know, like what it was like that there were different periods of time where. Um, that that uh, that was very different, you know,
1: and and how yeah. we were, you know. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think also too, to add to that, Eric, right, like as long as you are staying and this goes for really any podcast host out there, anyone thinking about starting a podcast, as long as you are staying true to the mission and vision that you have for your podcast, the content, then that'll help you understand whether or not someone is the right guest for your show, right? Because as you get built bigger and you start uh, building up a following and subscribers, mm-hmm. those subscribers to your podcast expect uh, certain types of content mm-hmm. when they're tuning in. And if you don't meet their expectations, there's a million other podcasts out there, right? And so it's about staying true to why you started the podcast, staying yeah. focused on that. And sometimes, you know, saying no to someone who wants to be on your podcast is is the right thing to do.
0: Yep, yep. So I hear you say. I think this is a good segue into the next uh, question. I hear y'all say talking about being authentic, being humble, and also being great. I think uh, I don't think I know that all of the guests that graced the Minority Report podcast have been somewhat form shape whatever of a definition of greatness. So I'll be very um I'm curious to know your own definition of greatness. So Carell, tell us what you consider um what is your definition of greatness?
1: That's a really really awesome question and okay. one that I don't think I've I've ever had to answer before. <laughs> yeah, um you know, I I think I think <laughs> everyone's I think the definition of greatness is unique to the individual, right? Wow. Um, for me, it's staying uh, true to, you know, my core beliefs and, and, and values. For me, it's uh, about, you know, again, going back to how I describe myself. It's about being a good uh, father. It's mm-hmm. about being a good husband. It's about being a good son and it's about being good at marketing at, at my job. Right. And if I can check those boxes, you know, every day, every week, every month, every year, then then that's my yeah. my definition of 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 greatness for for me. But great, great question. <laughs> you gonna, you're gonna give me something to ponder now over the break. <laughs> yeah. And I think. um
2: I, I, I'd i like to sort of answer it in the form of our guests as well, too, because okay. I think that's what's really been, you know, interesting is, is you know, connecting the podcast and greatness and what being great is, you know, kind of connecting it a little bit with uh, inspiration and connecting it a little bit with, um, is there something that somebody can learn from? You know, can they pass something on to someone, right? And and I think that's a form of greatness. Right. I think that is a form of um, how to connect with somebody because maybe one episode won't connect with uh, everyone. Right. But for those, sometimes your ears tuned or can pick up on something that matters to you as a listener or a personal experience. And, and, and I think that's, that's awesome. And I think that's, that's great. Um, You know, uh, I think also through the podcast and when um, we provide like an, an opportunity for our, our, our guests to talk about themselves, because mm-hmm. ultimately it's about them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then they even find a way to be able to tap into something uh, that maybe they weren't, you know, and anticipating talking about, and then those things become authentic, real, uh, relatable and then connects with the audience because they, they, they talk about uh, something that all of us kind of can tap into. And that's a, that's a, that's a story about ourselves, right? And what we've gone through. So I, I think in the context of greatness for, for our guests, you know, um, whether you know, it's a powerful you know, female voice or whether it's a, a, a story about um, not being accepted by their parents because they're gay, Right. Or if it's because uh, an opportunity for a woman of color and she should have clearly gotten that job, but she got passed up because of the color of her skin. Right. These are moments of greatness to be able to pass on and to tell not only the listener, but there's other folks, you know, who are trying to understand that. Right. There's a personal testimony and somebody can relate to it because they've gone through it. Or there are people who say, I, I am, I am not that,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: how can I help? How can mm-hmm. I, how can I
3: change can my up.
2: organization? Absolutely. Right. Isn't that great? Isn't that great to think of like the allies and think of organizations and think of people and and, and who, who say I, I hear and I feel, and I know, even if I can't relate directly, I can tap into hundreds of guests that can help me understand that. Therefore I can do great things with that. Does that
1: make sense? And, and and Eric, if I can add on to that, I mean, what you're talking about, again, goes back to connecting the content that we have on the podcast to the original mission of the podcast mm-hmm. or the thoughts that you and I had, right? Again, mm-hmm. thinking back to early days in our career and not having many people that look like us that we can look up to and understand their stories and their journey, right, over time. Our mission has become to create the largest catalog of content of diverse leaders. And one of the reasons why we want to do that is because we want to leave this catalog behind. We want to make sure that this catalog is there for anyone that discovers it can find an interview of someone that maybe has a shared experience or Mm -hmm. looks like them or relates to them, and they can listen to that story and that journey and learn from that.
3: Absolutely.
0: And I love what you said about not every podcast is going to be relatable from our listeners, um, but there's always that one thing that you can tune in into. And I want to elaborate on that because I don't think they heard you really well. Um, I'm going to give another example. It's like um, when somebody asks you, okay, so I was reading the book Limitless from Jim Quick, and he was saying that his sister texted him, oh, Christmas is coming. And then she started texting him random pictures of pug, like little dogs, pugs. And so she's texting him this without really telling him, can you give me a, a you know a dog, like a pug? But now Jim, everywhere he looks, he noticed pugs, like different type of dogs, pugs, pugs everywhere. And so he's like, the, that's how the brain works. And the reason why I <laughs> want to elaborate on that is just like sometimes you hear something and then all of a sudden you'll see it everywhere. Because your brain and your heart is connecting to it. Um, but I think that's why what you both are doing with minority is so important. Because by normalizing this type of conversation, people will tune into this type of things more often. And I honestly think it's like one person at a time, yeah, one step at a time, one day at a time. But this is what we're life is all about, right? So. I think yeah. I think that's why I wanted to to elaborate a little bit more because, like I said, we don't get to hear this this very often. And you guys have done great job. 120 plus episode is something to celebrate. And you just <laughs> yeah, had uh, your first. Uh, well, I don't know if it's the first. I I think it's one of the first sponsors. Reeb uh, Rob Biler Tech. Tech Is that Tech because That's yeah. his is uh, a company Bieler name.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah.
0: exciting. That's like every podcaster's dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. can somebody just pay for this podcast management please um but yeah i think that's a great way of giving back to the community that we're building but also to giving back to the world like literally everything every interviews that you've done are there in the interwebs forever and ever and you ever don't. until you decide to delete something but um so <laughs> that's great so thank you for normalizing this conversation. Thank you for doing it way before starting being sexy, because let's be real, it used to be only the D and then I came along and then the E came along and like, (laughs) so thank you for being the leaders that this industry needs, because like it's it's really refreshing, especially when I'm looking up to like next step in my career. It's refreshing to know like this is not an environment I want to be in, so I'm not going to be in. I'm going to go in an environment I want to be in because these people cannot relate to who I am. And that's important. You know, we spend a lot of time working nowadays. <laughs> yep. So why would I work in an environment that is not healthy? And I know that's easier said than done because I still find myself code switching. Even now that I'm CEO of my own company, but sometimes it is, but it is, it's a journey and you have to continue tuning to greatness and continue tuning to your growth. And I think Minority Report is definitely something um, something to tune into, y'all. Um, so let's, okay, let's uh, move into the closing segment uh, and I'll ask the final like couple questions. So because you've been on the podcast before, I'm not going to ask the fun facts uh, uh, question because <laughs> you already said so. Uh, but let's play a game. Let's play a game that's called What If? And the purpose of the game is to focus on your dreams, like your those dreams that scare you. And we only think about, but we don't implement because it's too crazy. So, for example, um, what if I retire my mom by June 2022? That means why if I'm able to take care of her mortgage, all her bills, and the only reason why she'll have to go to I mean, she'll want to go to the hospital because she's a nurse. To work is because she wants to not because she feels like she has to because she's tired I can tell she's tired a woman who's work is amazing um so that's the type of statement that I want I want uh, y'all to share with us so I'm not going to point who to start but who wants to go and start a the first what if challenge
3: I'm it has to, to be big and I'm gonna call parts. you out if
0: it's not big if I think you can't do it I'll say like this <laughs> give us another thing and I'm not gonna cut it off the, the podcast too <laughs>
3: i'm I'm gonna let eric take this one first (laughs) all right so all right so uh that that question's pretty big so Mm -hmm. um
2: so uh if i understand the 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 uh the parameters of this so what if something big right what
3: huge huge.
2: and then and i'll and i'll keep it in the context of like what we do and maybe what
0: what, it can be, um, be professional
2: or personal oh yeah yeah sure I'm, I'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep it uh i'm gonna keep a minority reporter podcast because this is this is where uh we have big what if statements too mm-hmm. you know
3: come on. what
2: what yeah what if what if we could have uh, uh, you know a a huge guest come on you mm-hmm. know someone that that you know we we have tremendous guests that can reach you know tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers? What if we could have a guest that could reach millions of followers through their own social media? What if we could have um you know a leading voice in you know sports or entertainment yeah. or someone you know come and and uh, and and tell their story? So you know I say, what if uh, I, I think there are tremendous stories to tell there and and I think, um. That that would be an awesome what if for Minority Report podcast. What
3: if we could What
0: if LeBron James decided?
3: You, what you, if you LeBron
0: James is <laughs> of the Minority Absolutely. Report by twenty twenty two fall of twenty twenty two. That's I, really like you aggressive. Took it, you That's took big. it
2: right out of my head. Bet there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we just got to throw it out there, you know. Um,
2: that's a great. I, I love that dude. I don't think it's impossible.
1: I got a. I got another one. I, I, but
2: this, I, you gotta know. I, I got one. Let me let
0: me jump in there. You can go <laughs>
1: again after me. But let me let me uh, jump in now because I'm afraid you might say what oh, I'm oh, saying. Oh, <laughs> So, what if uh-huh. in 2022, mm-hmm. Minority Report podcast had a paid sponsor every month?
3: Yeah. You know. Yes, and on, and now.
1: and and i and i throw that out there not because eric and i are trying to get rich off the podcast because we're not eric runs his own business on the cmo of another company but
3: <laughs> you know if
1: if if the podcast was funded in a way that covered okay. operational costs and allowed us to do more in terms of promotion
3: oh, then we yeah.
1: could grow our subscribers and the message could get to more and more people and impact more and more people from a culture perspective.
0: Yes, that's dumb. That's bomb, but I don't think it's impossible. I don't think he's like, it's, it's, you know, I, I need bigger. I, I think I think y'all are going to be able to get it by February, honestly. Nobody's going to hear this podcast and be like, yo, this is, I need, I need my brand to be associated with minority reporting. Yep. And, and,
1: and by the way, again, shout out to, uh, you know, Beeler Tech, who we yep. have had as a sponsor, and shout yep. out to, the, the great partnerships that yep. we've had this year with the American Marketing Association yep. and, as well. and uh,
2: PCH. We've, had, PCH, we've yeah. had, you know, tremendous organizations. And I think what, what's kind of fascinating, mm-hmm. just sort of if we zoom out a little bit, mm-hmm. right? We just zoomed out for a little bit and said, clearly what we talk about,
3: mm-hmm.
2: why we talk about it is huge within companies, individuals I'll say families everywhere right but just from you know the lens of our industries that we cover Mm -hmm. and those to be covered Mm -hmm. it's still a challenge for some to figure out how to dedicate a budget to that just think about that right Mm -hmm. but yeah this is this is what we talk about is is part of a, a, a global discussion let alone a a a, a, a national topic right mm-hmm. and 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 there's still some sort of difficulty in being able to have that built in right you know so just mm-hmm. think about that for a moment for anyone who's listening right you know this is, these are budgets that aren't about like you know what's my right, roi right. on this right yeah. you know this this is a this is a different sort of thing. And I, I think it's fascinating to sort of zoom out, think about what's happening, and then think about the difficulty in finding budgets that are ready to go that say, yeah, well, I'm I'm there. I'm there with it. Right. Yeah. So so I I I think it's a fascinating thing to 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 examine, especially when, you know. Companies talk about it all the time, right? Like I want to do this, I want to yeah. do that. I, I think it's important to me, or it's important to us, right? Or this lines up with my values, or not with my values, whatever it is, right? There's still, and there are very few options to dedicate budgets like that
3: Mm-mm. towards
2: towards uh, towards actual content that covers that. So just think about that for a minute, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think. It becomes more interesting as you let it sort of soak in. So, mm, that's dope.
0: That's dope. Um, um, all right. Oh, what was your second "what if" uh, statement?
2: Oh, Karel took Okay, that was it. Oh. <laughs> I
3: knew. I, I knew yeah, I had to. Okay. I he knew, knew I had to jump it.
2: I knew yeah, I had to jump it. He,
3: was, he, he in. got it. He got <laughs> it. He had it. <laughs> got it. Okay. Let's
0: let's let's close the, this amazing. Um, conversation with a word of wisdom what would you tell somebody that's listening that listen I know you know that's going through through something whether they're currently leaders or not what do you what will be like some word of wisdom and encouragement to leave them with
3: yeah
1: I'm going to jump in first because this is top of mind because it it just came from a a guest that we had on the podcast where he said um be kind to yourself yeah. Uh, and I think that that is super important um you know we uh have all been home and dealing with uh the pandemic now for for 21 months and you know if if many people out there are like me you know you you end up talking to yourself more than you do other people throughout the day and and sometimes you can you can be in your head a little bit too much right and so i think it's important for for people to be kind to themselves
0: yeah because um we tend to think ninety what was it eighty five to ninety five percent of negative thoughts as human beings. It doesn't matter. you just wake up and you automatically think nine eight to nine of your ten thoughts that you thought in your brain re- the first thing you think about is negative so i think I think being kind to yourself is like a great way to um uh, to leave us with All right?
3: yeah, excellent. Uh,
2: I wanna again sort of attach it a little bit uh, to. Um what you do a great job of um and what we strive to do um and have for the past few years and yeah. and i think you know um you know not if if you if you're compelled to create you know audio video name the medium podcast right. what whatever it is um just get started you know we and 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 try to try to do it don't worry about how you get off the starting line, you know? So, uh, you know, you, you just heard us talk about how we, we had an idea. We knew it, it was, it was good. And it was also, it would have, it was on us to just get started. And we're so lucky we had a tremendous network or just yeah, folks who were, at, at, you know, and Steph, thank you to Steph who came on at that time. When we were talking about it, it was a lot was around sort of, you know, female, you know voices and 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 you know uh not seeing yeah. you know women in leadership roles and and not having a powerful voice, so that was great, but also what those early stages were were being okay starting off uh imperfect wow. and I think you know as 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 a as a creator of, of of content then sometimes um what holds you back is is waiting for things to be perfect before you get going and so I would encourage anyone, whether it's content like this or anything else, you know, things don't have to be perfect to be awesome and great and wonderful. Right. So, so just get started. And then over time, that's where you work the craft. That's where you, you know, you develop the ability. And then not only that, you know, you get to work out some of the, some of the challenges. And so, uh, you know, there's a, there's a great little statement, you know, you know, uh, like I said before, things don't have to be perfect to be wonderful or be great. And I think what we do, and what you do, and what you know, uh, folks who ultimately get off that sort of starting line with that, uh, Mm -hmm. start to work that out. So I'd like to pass that on to 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 someone else. You know,
0: be kind and just and just start, just start, and get uh, started. Get started on whatever you want to get started. It's about implementation. The difference between um, a successful person and and everyone else is the the just that. That only thing. They got started and they executed on their vision because everybody has a million dollar ideas, but no, but only a few of us, maybe top 1% to 4% of us only execute and and finish it. So uh, I love the fact that you said, at least you have to get started. And actually that made me think about my uh, my good friend, Kelly Holmes. She has a brand that's called The Ugly Brand and the mission statement is to do it ugly, like do it ugly. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i love it it's like
0: uh do it ugly. post it like that and because i befriended her early february this year there's a lot of things that happens on the podcast and i'm like it's gonna have to go live tomorrow i don't care what happened it's gonna go live I'm just gonna have to hear zeus bark in the background it's okay all
3: good, <laughs> all good. that's right yeah
2: that reminds me of uh I, did, uh, I always sort of think about like David Chang, you know, the mm-hmm. well-known restaurateur and chef, mm-hmm. you know, you know the ugly delicious, right? You know, it's like yeah, some, of the, some of the best things that we love food-wise and all that, they're oh, yeah. ugly, but they're like delicious, right? And, they're, and they're, there's so many great things in the imperfections or things not being absolutely right.
0: Listen, uh they work my, out they my, work
2: out in the end. So
0: my African cousins listening right now, they're gonna relate to this statement so well. Like we we eat the smelliest and the <laughs> <less> sexiest <laughs> food ever, and we kill it, okay? Like we will eat this on a heart breakfast, snack, lunch, late lunch, late lunch again, and then dinner and late dinner. The same thing. And it's it's an interesting concept, but anyway, it's all about perspective and it's all about actually. <laughs> doing it ugly. So thank you so much for dropping by the pod. This was amazing. Uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you for the Minority Report, how can they do that?
1: I think the best way is on, on LinkedIn. Just look us up, Minority Report Podcast. Uh, follow our, our page on LinkedIn. Our contact information is there. The page is uh, continuing to grow with, with the number of followers and yeah. great conversation. So that's the best place to, to, to find us.
0: Yeah. Well, you heard it here be- uh, first or best, I guess. I don't know. One of them. We don't really <laughs> I believe it doesn't matter. So, thank you so much for coming by. Thank and um, this is of December. Happy holidays. But it'll go live. happy holidays. 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 January early, late January. I mean, so thank you again.
3: Thanks, lot.